Hello, welcome back to the SC Halfback Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namoski. Welcome to another off-season pod today. I had to jump on and talk about me and Nom have been saying for a couple of seasons now, we've loved the idea of these player transfers, these player swaps. You know, when a team signs someone and they're not really sure that, you know, a season or two later, they fit the current trajectory of the club or they've found a rookie in that position. And we've always kind of thought that this was going to hit a point where obviously we won't get to the NBA NFL level, but there's definitely a place for it in our game. And the one we got today is exactly what I thought. Something that, you know, two names that, yes, they're not the, it's not clear against what for Hines, but what it does is it puts two proven super coach weapons in new positions to succeed and even grow further. So obviously, if you don't know by now, there is talks between Parramatta and the Bulldogs to swap Josh Adokar from the Bulldogs to Parramatta in exchange for Ryan Madison. Now, I just want to get ahead of this early because given the afternoon to think about it and what the potential is from a super coach side. So obviously, let's start with classic because I think obviously that would be most of our guys here. What this does is it really puts that right wing for Parramatta in lock. If we can get Josh Adokar uh, and put him on that wing, um, he's at 374,000. That's what he finished the season. So he'll be sub 400,000. Um, and he's going to be on the Mitch Moser side, you would think. So just thinking about having Sivo on one edge with Dylan Brown and then having Josh Adokar on the Mitch Moses edge, just you think about what we've kind of gone through at Parramatta. I say we like I'm in the team. What Parramatta has gone through the last couple of years, whether it was Haynes Dunster, whether it was Walker Blake, whether it was Bailey Simonson, um, Sean Russell, Lumi Lumi, just rotation of players that we just haven't been able to fit in since really Blake Ferguson. Blake Ferguson was the last one really on that edge where it was, okay, I know who's playing there every week. I know they're going to do a great job. So Josh Adokar from that sense just fits really, really well. And from a classic sense would have both Parramatta wingers would be at extremely sub 300, sub 400k prices starting the season. So from a classic side for Adokar, very appealing with the way it fits in there. For Ryan Madison, um, it frees him up because right now with Parramatta, obviously, Jamal Hopgood is the man in the middle. Uh, Matter at 537,000, so sub 550, going to a doggies team where they've really obviously got to their pack from last year. So their back row potentially, you're looking at uh, Viliama Kikau, you're looking at Josh Curran, uh, Jacob Preston, and Ryan Madison to kind of fill that back row rotation. So there'd be plenty of minutes for Matter. He'd definitely be starting 13. And yeah, the way he could like link up through the middle and be, you know, the extension for Matt Burton and Toby Sexton through the middle, where behind going forward there forwards as well. I just think that's really intriguing. So it's really one of those deals where I love Ryan Madison. I don't want to let him go, but if there's a chance that we can finally lock down that right wing spot, I'm all for it. So draft, <clears throat> if this goes through, I think Ryan Madison, I think will shoot up. Uh, I think if, you know, he's uncontested for minutes and he's going to get 65 to 70 minutes at a starting lock spot, you have my attention. Right now, I do have Ryan Madison's number overall 42. Uh, I could definitely see him bumping into, if that swap went through, he'd actually be around that uh, Tohu Harris pick 34, right behind Jamal Hood at uh, 33. So 
that's where I feel the Fox um, would still not be, you know, extremely high right now on the board. I have him as CTW 41 probably moves up towards high, low thirties, maybe in the 33, 34, 35 range. So not too crazy. Um, but I think what it does help, it doesn't help him necessarily as he becomes a top set in CTW. I think Mitch Moses, it helps. I think it helps Ken Gutherson who can go both sides of the rock. So it's one of these deals that um, two potential weapons being put into new positions to succeed, two uh, teams that need it. Uh, you think about the Bulldogs, you know, they had Matt King there for a bit, they had Harrison there for a bit, uh, you know, Luke Thompson, Pengai, a rotation. And what Ryan Madison offers is just something completely different. He'd instantly walk in to be their best forward. Um, and like I said, his ability to now, not so much an Isaiah or a Victor Radley, but he can definitely, you know, I kind of think of him in that Pat Carrigan mold where all of a sudden he's going to be, you know, really orchestrating through the middle, you know, put him a couple of steps wider and get him on the, on an edge against a couple of tie forwards or a smaller half um, can be really incredible. So out of all the off-season signings and all the transfer the Bulldogs have done, this would easily be the biggest. And this would be the piece where I would then say, okay, I'm starting to see it because what Ryan Madison does is, you know, takes that little bit of time out of for Matt Burton and Toby Sexton, which then gives a bit more time to a potential another beneficiary in this deal, which is Stephen Crichton if he's playing fullback. Uh, that one extra second of space uh, for someone like Crito in his class, that's all he needs. So to me, this is a this is not one of those player deals where one player is going to benefit and there's not much to talk about. This is going to really, I believe, change you know, up to four players in the Parramatta roster and potentially even more on the Doggies roster. So, um, you know, when we signed Hopgood uh, and obviously re-signed Matt on that deal, you didn't want to let him go. He was obviously chased by the Dolphins and I think the Dogs as well at that stage. Um, but yeah, similar to in the NBA and the NFL, you don't let the asset walk for free. Uh, you hold the asset. It's better to hold the asset and then work something out. This could be one of the better high-profile player swaps we've had. Um, just what it does for the teams NRL-wise on the field. But then, like I said, from a super coach sense, I now need to look at both those teams because that probably puts up Hopgood a little bit. I think Hopgood's security of a 70-minute lock player um, really, you know, once he develops that motor, um, he might move up some spots. Like I said, Matt will move up. Adokar moves up. I think Mitch Moses moves up. Uh, Stephen Crider will move up. Even Toby Sexton, I think, has a little bit of a jump there. Just really, really appealing trade. And again, I hope it does go through. Uh, as a Paramount fan, I would hate to see Maddo go. But like I said, I've been waiting for years for that right wing spot to be locked down. And if I can have a back three of Sivo, Adokar, and Gutherson, um, it's worth the risk. Because again, what Maddo does offer you through the middle in, you know, spelling RCG and Paolo pop good i understand you know right now forwards is one of our uh holes but you know you sign someone like a kilmer to along you hope they improve i think a wurimu greg you know he was injured for a big chunk of the season last year he really came on and i think he can be that third middle going through to what madison was doing and like i said i think what it does do is it just really makes um jamal Hopgood need to stand up in that role so yeah fascinating fascinating trade i think it's one of those ones where if it does go through and I think if both teams see success in it, 
it's only a matter of time, you know. I, you know, I think there's trade potential for, um, you know, similar to what Harry Grant did with the Tigers and the Storm, get the young guy some legs, some runs on the board, someone like a far logo potentially. I saw Joel Keane float that one out, but this one is the these are the ones that I have been waiting to see in the NRL, two high profile guys where you know, you know, someone's unhappy with the contract or needs a new change of scenery, our youngsters come up, you know, you think of a Josh Schuster. At Manly, uh, Luke Brooks has signed. Josh Schuster is going to play edge. Manly have plenty of edges now. You know Corey Woodall just signed there uh, this today. Does he get traded to someone like the Raiders? And does the Raiders, you know, with all of their forwards, they give someone up? So this is what I'm seeing, and this would be a great litmus test to kind of go, okay, it works for the role players and the young players, but now it actually works for the superstars of our game as well. Because I can't really imagine Fox in a Parramatta jersey. I can't imagine Meadow in a dog's jersey, but these are the type of trades that pull it up. And like I said, from a super coach sense, the first thing I thought about, I didn't even think about the NRL side of it. I just literally thought of, okay, um, run through the players and tell me who this benefits and who doesn't benefit from this. Because realistically, um, you change two superstars positions, uh, they change the scenery and all of a sudden you get some pretty amazing results. So uh, just want to quickly get that one out there because I think, uh, again, it may not go through, but this is exactly the type of deals that I think more teams should be encouraging to do to try and improve their roster because just because you sign a contract and you don't think it's working out doesn't mean you're stuck with it. I think the new age of, in most sports now, the trade and the buyout and all these things um, can be really powerful. I think of someone like a Dragons right now with the Ben Hunt situation. You know, obviously you want to get a halfback, but you know, Ben Hunt for, I don't know, Ryan Madison and something. You know, Paramount obviously don't need him. We need a nine. Paramount needs a nine. So if you can get a Ryan Madison to be the 13 for your side, um, you know, DeBellin's getting up there in age, um, it just makes sense to start doing these. So really interesting to see it go through. If it does, obviously the big boards we've thrown around, we'll do some deep dive stats into that right wing position. Maybe look back at some previous years with some other players in that role. But yeah, I think it's one that can definitely, from a super coach side, change the fortune of, you know, eight to 10 players um, in a real, real way. So we'll leave it there, guys. Uh, please get to the socials at the SE Heartback. I've been seeing some likes and follows, so thank you very much for that. Uh, trying to come through. We've got the position overall rankings coming out now to a company. So weekly, we drop the uh, big board. Uh, it's going to drop uh, today as you're hearing this. And then every day, uh, the seven position groups that we want every day. And then obviously you have the big board. So there'll be content for position and big board every day, basically now through to the end of the off season. Obviously throwing in the Who Would You Draft series, Fusion series, um, all these different ones. So I'm coming back, trying to go every podcast and I'll drop, I'll put an associated uh, social post up. And like I said, right now, this is the off season bit where just, you know, get your Excel, get your black book, write some names down, get some strategies going. It's going to change a lot. You know, this deal, Adokar was completely off my board and, um, you know, Ryan Madison, Hopgood were cancelling each other out a bit. This opens it up. So every week we'll keep chopping and changing it. And I'm sure you guys will enjoy it all. So leave it there. Thank you for listening, guys. Be back again in two days. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.